podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and as always, I am joined by my lovely, lovely, lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? I, uh, I'm fine. I'm not mad at all that I got blown out in the Living the Stream semifinals. I'm not upset in any way that I lost. I ended the season by losing three straight games <laughs> after winning nine straight that's uh, the th- among the things that upset me. Uh, that's not one of them. So uh, I just want everyone to to know that. Yeah, that's about one of the only things that went right for me uh, this past weekend. Is I I am I am the first co-host of Living the Stream to make it to the finals of that league. Yeah, I'm I, I'm very happy for you. Uh, Thank you. I, I'm almost overwhelmed with joy for you. <laughs> I really wanted the the battle to happen. Yeah, I did. I did too, man. I did too. But look, we said from the beginning, like my team like caught on like halfway through the season because I had Aaron Jones, who's obviously not hurt, but I had, you know, Nick Chubb, who who yeah. who obviously became a thing. So like, you know, the team just started to come together. I got pretty, pretty lucky with that. But <clears throat> I, I have to get this. I've been waiting all day for, for this podcast. Like Carrie Underwood waits for Sunday night. I'm, I've been waiting <laughs> for, for waiting this all... show. This is about to turn into the tilt cast. Yeah, guys. All right. Let me give you some background. And uh, my, my buddy uh, who, who I faced in my home league, you might be listening to this right now. I love you to death, but I hate you so much. Uh, this guy, he's a great fantasy player. He is seemingly in the championship every single year in my home league, right? And mm-hmm. look, uh, I, I, he would admit everyone would, you know, there's, there's luck involved when it's, when it's that consistent, you know, whenever you're just like consistently, you know, Fi- like just just finding your way to the final. I mean, you can look back and there's just like things that that definitely went his way. But nothing, nothing compares <laughs> to what happened over the weekend. Let me let me let me give you the breakdown here. Yeah, right? I need I need the breakdown because all I've heard is like bits and pieces. Yes. Okay. So. Let let me explain everything that went down. Okay. All right. So my lineup. I don't have. I have Melvin Gordon, but I fortunately had Justin Jackson on my roster, so I was able to just slot Justin Jackson into that RB spot. It was fine. He was he got 16 half PPR points, a good outing for Justin Jackson. My opponent had Philip Rivers, which was tilting a little bit because Rivers was putting up a very very bad game and then he scores like seven fantasy points in the final 2 minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. Right? So that was a little bit tilting, but I I got out of Thursday night down 2 when I had Justin Jackson and he had Philip Rivers. Okay. So that's that's a win, right? Mm-hmm. Like you feel you oh, feel yeah. pretty good. Oh yeah. So then Saturday comes along. Guess who's on my roster? DeAndre Hopkins. Uh. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, holy crap. Like I was a slight underdog, but like after the DeAndre Hopkins game, I'm sitting there like, wow, this is actually, this could happen. Oh, right? yeah. Like De- DeAndre Hopkins just went nuclear and, and, and it really, really could happen. My opponent had Jarvis Landry that night who did absolutely nothing. Okay. Right. So going into Sunday from an ESPN projection standpoint, I was projected to win by like 2022 20, or something like that. That always feels good it, to, to, to see that you're projected, you have a cushion. That, that, that's a good right. feeling. So this ended well, right? Right, right. So so Saturday I go to bed. I'm thinking, 
you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get too uh, excited about this because number one, I, I am cursed in my home league. Like it, it is, it is bad. Like I, I consistently get third, like every year I get third place, something crazy happens in the semifinal or, or, you know, I just, I barely miss the play. It's just, I'm cursed in this league. So Sunday comes, comes around mm-hmm. all, all week. I was contemplating playing a, a flex spot play between Tyler Boyd and Tevin Coleman. Okay. Okay. I had Tevin Coleman earlier in the week, and I even remember DMing you and Rich Rebar saying, I have this feeling about Tevin Coleman this week, right? I, I sent that via DM. I started Tyler Boyd, okay? Tevin Coleman goes nuts. Tyler Boyd gets hurt, okay? Fortunately, Tyler Boyd scored a touchdown before he got hurt. Right. And I think in this case in particular, I can live with the process. I, I, I can too. You know, Arizona's run defense is an abomination. We know this. But it's not like Tevin Coleman is guaranteed more than, what, 12 rushes in a right. game? I, you know, and, and Boyd Boyd was on his way to having a big game. Right, right. So, I, you know, I can live, honestly, throughout my entire lineup, I can live with the process, which is why, which is really what I'm holding on to right now. So, again, my, my opponent, uh, he started uh, Zeke, who had a great yardage day, but didn't find the end zone. He started, uh, uh, he had Phillip Rivers, like I said. Uh, at tight end, he had George Kittle, who did nothing, very little, in, in the late afternoon games. He had the Baltimore defense that didn't do a whole lot against, against it. It's just a very, like, average to below average day throughout his entire lineup. Okay. My lineup, though, I had uh, at my, my RB1 spot, essentially, I had, I, I had to play James White. Like I just, I kind of needed that floor. Was, you know, if, if you guys listen to the late round podcast, I talked about White as a sit. But I also said that he was a high variance play because obviously, you know, New England, you know, if they couldn't run the football, then they would be dumping it off to, to James White. But he didn't play a lot. He also had, was wide open on that third down at the end of the game. Yeah. And they didn't throw it to him. Um, so I had James White in my lineup. I started Cameron Brait thinking that it's a good matchup against Baltimore because they can't stop tight ends. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad process move, no, right? I, I love Brait. I loved Brait right. going into Wide receivers, I have DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. My other wide out is Amari Cooper. Okay, you can't bench Amari Cooper. No. Right? No. So I, and then I already mentioned I started Tyler Boyd in the flex and Justin Jackson. Okay, so all of this goes down. I'm going into Sunday night, okay? And I'm up 20 points, mm-hmm. okay? He has Golden Tate on Sunday night. You know what defense I started? You started the Rams. I started the Rams defense on Sunday night. In my league, in this home league, you get you can get negative points for, for defensive performances. And I got minus two from the Rams defense and he got like six and a half or seven from golden Tate. Mm. Okay. So then I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is really, this is starting to happen. Isn't it? Then Monday night comes and I'm up 12 and I have drew Brees, and he has Alvin Kamara mm. and I lose by two points. The, the, the way, you know, it's, it's, there are worse beats out there when you look at the, the end result of these games, right? Like, you, I've seen people send me screenshots that Cam Newton couldn't get them six fantasy points, and that's why they lost, right? It was the way in which this all went down. Right. I go from this, oh my God, this yeah. can happen because of DeAndre Hopkins, to all of a sudden, literally, my entire team from 4 p.m. on on Sunday yeah. combined to score, like six guys combined to score, you know, like they did nothing. I mean... It, absolutely nothing in the Rams defense as a 12 point favorite against Nick Foles in LA can't even get positive fantasy points. It, it's uh yeah. And again, but again, again, I know you're trying to hold on to the fact that these were decent, if not good process plays. 
so that you don't go insane, right? And yeah, and but again with the Rams defense, massive home home field favorite against a backup quarterback, against an offense that has looked like trash for for months. You know, I, I there was no I wouldn't have played I don't know, more than two defenses over the Rams last week. That's what I'm saying. Like I I felt so good just going, you know, not, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I was, I was hesitant the whole time because the, 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 I'm not kidding you. The person I'm facing is just, the luck is unbelievable. Like it just, it, this kind of stuff happens all the time, but you know, the, the tilt was incredible. Uh, I wanted to curl up and cry. Yeah. No, I, it, you know, it wasn't, it was, I'm not, I'm not like that emotional about it, but it was just still, it's, you know, it's your home league. You want to win. Oh, and then yeah. that happens, you know, it's just, man. Well, you want it, you want it too bad. You know, that, that's, that's the thing yeah, is that right. you're, you're so, so hungry for, for it to, to beat your, the people, you know, you know, yeah. uh, um, and, and so it, it, it all, something like that always happens in home leagues. I had, Antonio Gates on a Saturday night. It's the Saturday night thing is super tilting, by the way. It is it because is. you you either end up with a disastrous Saturday night and you go into Sunday, you know, completely down, demoralized, about demoralized, right, right? Or or like Hopkins going crazy. You're like, oh yes, like it's happening. Like right. I'm, this, I'm, I have a chance. I'm right. in. I'm I'm in. I had Antonio Gates like four years ago. Go absolutely crazy on the Saturday night. I think he caught three touchdowns. It was like a, um, what would he call this? The, the tight end premium. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up with like 40 points and I, and I end up losing by one. So, you know, the, 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 the Saturday night thing is horrific. Yeah. Just the series of events, you know, it's just, it's so rough. And like Tyler Boyd getting hurt, you know, like if Tyler Boyd doesn't get hurt, I win. Yeah. Right. And I had I had two Keenan Allen teams this week, and like that stuff is super. I I have never experienced, and I, I think that a lot of people would agree. I mean, I've been playing fantasy football for sixteen years. I've I've never ever experienced a playoff season like this before. Uh, well, I mean, you can everywhere you look on Twitter, people are saying we have to throw out the whole concept of of fantasy playoffs. Right. You, well, you, have to, you, have to, you have to throw out everything in fantasy football is essentially what people are, are arguing for at this right, point, except for, except for running backs. We're only playing running backs and wide receivers from now on. Then, then, but that's what, that's what <laughs> it's amazing because that, that's, that's what you see now. It's like, it's like, you know, this, this playoffs has shown that, you know, it, it's pure luck in the playoffs. Well, here's news for everyone. It's always been pure luck in the playoffs. Right, yeah, you know, yeah, there, there's there's a large, large luck component to fantasy football. We're, we've we've always preached this. It's a it, you're, the reason living the stream exists is because we're trying to increase your your probability of winning. You're not we're not saying you're going to win. You no, know, there's you can't play defense in fantasy. You're, you're you're talking about one. You're talking about one game. You're talking about one game to determine who advances, right? And when you're talking about such a small sample, of course variance or luck or whatever you want to call it, whatever makes you feel better, it, you know, is going to wreak havoc. And it doesn't mean that I, th I don't think that the entire game needs to be reformed because Drew Brees shot the bed on Monday night. Right. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. And you, you know what the solution to this is? And, and I, I mean this wholeheartedly play in more leagues. Like if, if, yeah. if you, if you really are that concerned about, uh, variance and 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 the fact that that there is luck involved in fantasy football. The more leagues you play, 
the, the, the higher a chance that you're not going to see that variance because one league you'll survive and you'll get lucky in one league and not another league. I mean, I, I play in a large number of leagues and that's part of the reason why is because I know that I can get an edge over the rest of my league mates in terms of just general football not and fantasy football knowledge, but that doesn't mean that I'm a lock to yeah. make the playoffs and win. So I'm just going to go and use that knowledge across multiple leagues and just in, and just decrease that variance. Yeah, and I mean, if you, um, if you really do take fantasy seriously then you're you're setting yourself up to drive yourself insane by by season's end if you play in one league you know and if you're if you're a casual player who just wants something to talk about around the water cooler on Mondays no problem then play in one league you know but if if you really if it if it like affects your mood and you're like pondering waiver wire moves in the shower you know we've all been there and you know, sure. then then you then you cannot play in one league. You have to at least make it a few. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So that's my bad beat story. One one of the worst ones that I've ever experienced. But again, I, I think that what's awesome about fantasy whenever like something like that happens is you can just go to Twitter and just see other people you know, getting destroyed by, by bad luck as well. You know, oh, like, yeah. like Rich Rebar. So last night, you know, during this game, I'm DMing Denny and Rich. Uh, again, we, ha- we, we DM a lot. And uh, I'm, I'm talking, and, and Rich was saying that in a league, he lost because the Saints defense outscored Drew Brees. Oh, my God. Like, what? Like what is this? That is, that is rough, man. But, hey, you know, if you want to talk about one-week uh, one variance uh, or, you know, one-game variance, if a single-game variance like last night, uh, just look at the lineups that win the showdown contests on DraftKings, and yeah, I know right. you're a company man, but I know. so 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 I'll I'll address. Hey, fan, fan, we we have our we have our 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 single game slates. You do, you do, and yes. and and I occasionally I dabble, I dabble in both, but the 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 winning lineups in the large field tournaments for for a single game are wild. They're ludicrous. They yeah. follow they follow no process, none, none. Like you can start, you can win by starting a quarterback and the defense playing that quarterback, you know, that makes no sense to us, you know? So if you want to talk, if you want to just see us an example uh, of how insanely uh, lucky this game can, can be, look at, look at those lineups. Yeah. And so the solution to that is to just play in more of those types of games because over the long run, that variance decreases, right? You're not just playing one single one slate game or one game slate game. You're gonna play a lot of them, so right. go deposit money on FanDuel.com. That's right, and play and enter 900 times for next Monday night. <laughs> yes. All right, Denny. Let's uh, let's recap. Actually, I don't even have the the recap stuff open. It looks like, but uh, oh, I did tweet uh, our our quarterback Frankenstein on the season. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. It's pretty good. We uh, we are only like 0.9 point points per game uh, behind, uh, QB four right now. We're about QB seven or something like that. Nice. So I mean, it, it's 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 a lot of it has to do with the fact that that so many quarterbacks have just crashed over the last couple of weeks. But hey, we'll take it. That's that's kind of how this works. Yeah, and that includes the Mariota injury game. Yes, it does include the Mariota injury game. Uh, but to recap, last week we had Josh Allen who had about twenty points. Uh, we had Derek Carr as kind of a deeper play at, at uh, thirteen points. Um, he he scores thirteen points and he was still like two and a half or three points away from being a QB one. Wow. Uh, the, the quarterback last week was awful. The call of the week, though, Denny, and I'm very happy about this because it was a defense that I that I talked about on 15 transactions the week before. Yeah. As like a as like a, a, a look ahead type stash, of situation. Yeah. 
uh, Atlanta. They yes. posted they posted twenty fan. They were the defense tied tied for the defense one this past week. So uh, good on us for recommending the Falcons. I I wasn't um, completely bullish, but I'll I'll take it and I will take credit for it as as sure. a, as of a member course. of this mediocre podcast. Of course, uh, we also had the Seahawks defense. They had five. They weren't that great. You know th- that spot was really weird just because we we yeah. saw that being a high scoring game the last time San Francisco and Seattle faced each other. Um, at tight end, Blake Jarwin had 8.5 points, which sounds horrible, but it was actually a tight end one performance. Uh, I think it was like tight end eight. Ian Thomas had 3.4. Vernon Davis as a deep play had 3.6. But guys, I want to give Denny all of the love in the world <laughs> for throwing Antonio Gates out there. Denny told me that he wanted to talk about Antonio Gates. I told him fine. Yeah, no, and, and he and, was not happy. He was not happy. And, I, I threw a fit. Yeah. Uh, and and. He scored 9.4 fantasy points, which, again, sounds horrible, but that was basically like tight end one last week. Yeah. It's awful. All right. So we're on a championship week. We have uh, we have some fun recommendations. Denny, why don't you kick things off with defenses? Yes. They're all, they're, all, they're all fun. You know, it's fun in games in week 16. You know, everybody's just relaxed. Right. No, no, no pressure. Right. No pressure. So defense. One defense I like, JJ, the Browns defense. Uh, they're available in 90% of leagues. They're a four-point favorite at home against the Bengals. And, uh, you know, f- just for the record, 538 has them as a 60% chance of winning this game. And we obviously we want winners when we're talking about defenses. Um, so only the Bears have forced more turnovers this season than Cleveland, which I found surprising. And, you know, the Bengals are rolling out their their skeleton crew in, in week 16 led by uh, Jeff Driscoll, who's completing 59% of his passes, which is not fantastic. Yeah. It's about 10% too short. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's 10% from, you know, being nice. And the, and, but uh, uh, he has not, you know, poured on the, the interceptions. He's not particularly turnover prone. It seems like, but I, I I believe game script will be firmly against Driscoll and the, uh, the shadow of the Bengals here, um, you know, Cleveland being at home is a plus. So I, I really like Cleveland. I picked him up pre- preemptively in a couple leagues, and I'm happy to stream him. Yeah, I like I like Cleveland as well. Uh, another defense you could look to is the Colts. Obviously, they're coming off that big performance against Dallas, where they shut him out, which was uh, borderline shocking. I, I did not see that. Co- I mean, Dallas's offense isn't anything special, but. I mean, to, to be able to, to shut them out, especially the way they, they've been sort of rolling, right? Like with, with Amari Cooper. Yeah, I, by the way, I am not a fan of the Colts defense being good. Please let... Yeah, this let, is strange. Let's not let, let's not let this happen. We we need the Colts to produce. Yeah, but this week they're, they're big, big nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. They're facing the Giants. The Giants, I haven't seen a report on OBJ, but um, why would they play him at this point, you know? Uh, so they they will probably be without OBJ once again, let's just assume. Um, the Giants have played in five games this year where they've lost by a touchdown or more this season. So remember, I mean, they're they're more than likely, I mean, Vegas thinks they're going to lose by way more than a touchdown. Yeah. Um, in those games, in those five games, opposing defenses have averaged a finish of defense five. Hmm. Uh, and, and every defense has finished as a top 10 weekly defense uh, against this this Giants team. I think, you know, with the Colts being at home, the defense playing well, I think that they're a very, very easy streamer. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not sure where I would put them in relation to our next D- 
defensive streamer, which is the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are available in 86% of leagues. So since the Jaguars made the you know fantastic switch from Blake Bortles to Cody Kessler, and I saw that stat that you posted the other day about uh, the average yards per drive. Yeah, it's basically dropped by like eight and a half. It's dropped. I mean, they're much worse with Kessler. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a stupid stupid move. Yeah, like it's it's a very like I'm punishing you type of move. Right. Uh, well, it's you know to own the libs, one must first own oneself, and that's mm-hmm. what the Jaguars are doing. They're they're owning themselves. Congratulations, Jacksonville. Uh, so since they made that great switch, the Jags have given up 11, 11, and 16 fantasy points uh, in the three games over that stretch. Only four teams turned the ball over more than Jacksonville. And there's this for the you know for the Dolphins' floor purposes. The Jags have given up 23 sacks over their past five games, thanks largely you know to a terrible game script that turns them into you know a one-dimensional offense with Cody Kessler at the helm. So uh, Miami's a three-point home favorite. So I got it's it's hard to figure out the streamers. I I think I like Cleveland best, but I might go with Miami. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just think that they're really safe. That's that's really the main point. I mean, yeah. the, the the Jags are averaging fewer than ten points per game with Kessler under center. God, you're right. Yeah, I might be. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's hor- They're just they're horrific. So I mean, I, I can understand Cleveland. Maybe they have a higher ceiling, but I think Miami's a, a pretty safe option. Yeah. Uh, all right, at quarterback. So I, I have an idea that I thought about uh, right before the podcast. I didn't even. I haven't even shared this with you, Denny. Oh boy. So as we know, I'm in the I'm in the uh, the LTS championship, the, the, <laughs> lis- the listener league championship. Jerk. And as long as it's okay with with everyone in the league, I want to pick up this streamer because it's significant. There's there is some significance to it, and use this guy oh. over the two quarterbacks that I've rostered right now, which are Kirk Cousins and Lamar Jackson. No, for the brand. I, I want to do it. I want to do it and finally be freed and and feel and just feel alive. Oh, you'll feel alive. And that guy is Nick Foles. <laughs> you'll feel that. We have we have we have week three, 2015 Nick Foles. Nick Foles screwed me over in my home league this past week because I, I had the Rams defense. I, I want to use Nick Foles this week. I, I want to use him. Over my quarterbacks, I, I mean, Kirk Cousins is the better play, right? I'm, yeah. Right? He's got to be sure. against Detroit. Uh, but I want to play Nick Foles. And the reasoning behind me wanting to play Nick Foles, I mean, I, I think that he's he could have a decent day. They're, the the Eagles are playing at home, and they're facing the Texans. Now, if you look at fantasy points against, the Texans are, I think, a, a barely above-average team uh, in terms of fantasy points against. So they're, it's not like a great matchup. It's not a bad matchup. It's whatever. But look at who look at who they've faced this season. Uh-huh. The, the only quarterback that they faced who ranks in the top ten in points per game is Andrew Luck. In the two games that Andrew Luck played against Houston this year, he scored thirty five point seven points and twenty three point six points. Wow! Against Houston, they haven't faced any. And then they faced Tom Brady earlier in the season, and he was the QB eight that week. I mean, they they've really not done, or they, they've really not faced. Any good quarterbacks well, all season long. Didn't Darnold have a nice day? Yeah, Darnold had a nice day. I mean, you're you're it, it's a it's a very beatable defense. It's sort of a funnel defense too. I mean, they're really good at stopping the run. So right. I think, and not only that, if you look at what the Eagles can do, which number one, Alshon Jeffrey starting to come alive because Nick Foles actually likes him. Um, but also, Houston ranks in the top ten. They're ninth in percentage of receiving yards. Uh, surrendered to the tight end position. Mm-hmm. So of all the receiving yards that 
they give up a large portion of those receiving yards go to tight ends. Right. That's a matchup that the Eagles can exploit because they have two good tight ends. Mm-hmm. So I, I think all of that is kind of interesting for Nick Foles. And I really want to just use him in the living the stream championship because I feel like it would be, um, you know, if I end up winning, what's going to happen is I'm going to lose because of it. But Fair. if I end up winning, there will be no greater feeling oh. than, than winning with Nick Foles as my core. And I think that I, sh- I think that that should happen, right? Like, like for for all the listeners out there, it should just go down that way. Yeah, you'll probably just just uh, ascend into heaven. Uh, right. I think that's what happens. I think that it would wipe wipe everything bad that's happened in in the, my fantasy season away. All the bad luck, all the bad fortune. If Nick Foles can lead my team to a fantasy title, I mean, I am just just uh, for personal purposes here. I am very much considering Foles over Baker Mayfield in the Apex Raiders Championship. So I, I, I mean, I, I I don't I don't see a reason why it's why it's nuts. So I I really. I'm with you. I, I think that I'm going to do it. So, so, if Jason is cool with it, who I'm facing, facing Jason Brown this week, if Jason's cool with it, I'm going to pick up Nick Foles tonight off the waiver wire. I won't use a high priority on him because that's stupid. But I'll pick up Nick Foles, and he will be my quarterback in the championship. Oh, boy. Man, that is – man. you know, I'm glad we didn't talk about this before the show because I definitely would have talked you out of it. Yeah, yeah. So good. Good for All right, you. Denny. We have another quarterback, though. Well, this is the most fun. Obviously, Josh Allen is always fun. Josh yeah, Allen still very low owned. Yeah, right. Unlike me, but Josh <laughs> Allen is. So the the Bills are eleven point underdogs to the Patriots this week. Um, the Bills have run out of running backs, so there there is that. They um they they might have one running back ready for. <laughs> For for Sunday uh, against New England, um, they're gonna they're gonna drop back and pass a lot. That's pretty clear. So uh, New England has allowed the um, ninth most rushing yards to quarterbacks this year, uh, and Allen, as we've mentioned many times now, uh, has run a lot. He has thirteen nine nine and nine rushes over his past four. I'm I'm now reading the locker combinations again. <laughs> uh, Got it open. Yeah, even though you know last last week uh against who they play uh bills played the uh the lions lions um so he he had nine rushes again like he did the week before but instead of having over 100 he had 16 yards but he had a score on the. that's what i was worried i was very worried about that yeah yeah. heading into the week he had a rushing touchdown so that's obviously saved his day uh and there's also this uh, 80 percent of touchdowns scored against the patriots this year have uh, come via the pass and you know i just i think i think allen will have plenty of opportunity to to run around like a chicken with his head cut off and that that should be fun i don't know i don't know if i'm playing him over anybody <laughs> i mean yeah I, I i was gonna ask you would you play him over nick Foles? no i think i'd go Foles. yeah i mean they're in the same tier for me so i mean they're, they're both they're both normal streamers so you guys can kind of go with who you want um but I'm just—I mean—I'm going with Big Dick Nick in in the finals, so I'm just the gonna kids. have to—I'm just gonna have to have to go with him here. The kids. Uh, all right, tight end. I'm gonna go with uh, Matt. Don't call me Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Uh, uh, that God, that was that was your doing. Yeah, that was my that was my thing. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's ho- it's horrible. It's, I, it's that's, so that's bad. The best nickname I've heard I've heard recently. People have you know made T-shirts. 
It's By the like, way, uh, uh, Lions Twitter is still very upset about the nickname Babytron. I know. I, it, it's amazing how triggered it's a, they are. Amazing. Every amazing. I love it so much. Uh, so, Matt Lacoste. <clears throat> uh, the Raiders have allowed the second most fantasy points to tight ends this year, and 28.9% of their passing yards allowed have gone to tight ends. That's the top rate in the league. Lacoste saw six targets in Week 15. According to PFF, he ran 32 routes. That was the seventh most at the position. The position is a dumpster fire. So, sure, you can start Matt Lacoste. Yeah, sure. Um, my tight end is Blake Jarwin, who is who, who is not Jeff Swain. He's not Jeff Swain. We we keep getting getting those two mixed up. They're they're, they're literally look, the same looking guy. And they're, they're they're guys. I was telling Denny before the show started. That for some like I am so drained with the football season. Like I mean, I've 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 gone through a football season with a newborn. And it has been draining. Okay, uh, so so I'm my mind is not right right now. So I, I earlier today I was like, let me just make sure that everything's good with Blake Jarwin because I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about Blake Jarwin like if if things aren't good. So I I just started googling Jeff Swaim. Like <laughs> why 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 wouldn't I? And I'm like, wait. When did Blake? When did this? When did this Dallas tight end get wrist surgery? And right. then I was like, "Oh God, it's Jeff Swaim. That's what's going on because they're the same person." Yeah, yeah. The the, the large white tight end uh, catching passes over the middle for Dallas. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, sorry to get political, but so uh, Jarwin's still available in ninety nine percent of leagues. He's seen seven targets uh, in each of the past two games. He ran twenty nine routes last week against Indianapolis. Um, which is good. And by the way, just watching the game, here's my film breakdown of Jarwin. He almost had a really a really nice game. He um, dropped slashed, had a ball knocked out of his hand that would have been about a 30-yard completion yeah. and I guess would have, would have put him up into like top six or seven area for the week. Uh, and, and so he – you know he's he's part of the offense. He's he is part of the offense. That is my take on Blake Jarwin. <laughs> he's part of the offense. Yeah. He's running. Look, on. he's running routes. He's seeing targets. That's worthy enough of a play. Not only it's a it's a good matchup too. It's right, not a bad matchup. Right. And so and also yeah, only three teams have given up more tight end catches this year than the Bucks, and yeah. only four teams have allowed more yardage to tight ends than the Bucks. Uh, when you adjust for strength of schedule, tight ends score twelve point one points against Tampa, despite not really scoring a lot of touchdowns. So. I think Jarwin is a pretty solid floor play. I would play him over Matt. Don't call me lacrosse. Lacrosse. Yeah, I probably would too. Uh, so to recap, uh, Blake, don't call me Jeff Swaim Jarlin, <laughs> Jarwin. Uh, Matt, don't call me lacrosse. Lacrosse. Josh Allen. I don't have. I can't do that forever. Yeah, it's okay. uh, Nick Foles. Uh, the Colts D. The Dolphins D. And the Cleveland Browns defense. Let's get to Twitter. We have some questions. This first one. This uh, sorry, I gotta I gotta pull my my browser over a little bit. This first question is from at Michael underscore Dubner. What's something that you do that you think is normal, but other people think that you're a serial killer for doing it? For me, I use Google Chrome instead of Safari on my iPhone. Well, I found out last week that I do I have a serial killer tendency, which is using the the Twitter.com native site. Yeah, was super super strange for for such a, a tech savvy young man like you. Yeah, TweetDeck yeah. sucks, man. Oh my god! I mean, TweetDeck people, will... people, people destroyed me for that. By the way, they were not happy that I didn't use TweetDeck. That yeah. I don't use TweetDeck. TweetDeck Twitter is furious because their brains are overloaded with with information from TweetDeck. <laughs> yeah, I can't, have, I can't they, do that. They have eleven columns. Also, JJ, you can see in real time. You can see the favorites. 
the the favoriting liking of everyone you follow of everyone you follow what does that even mean so everyone that you follow on twitter you uh, with on tweetdeck you can see what which tweets they are liking in real time oh that's pretty good that's pretty and, cool and so occasionally you know you'll see some some pretty sketchy tweets pop up <laughs> yeah do you do you yeah. uh do you you use the twitter app though on your phone right yeah, yeah. Well, is there another option? Wait. I don't know. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, I use the Twitter app. I, I, to be fair, too, I'm probably on Twitter on my phone more than I am on my laptop. Right. Right. Well, so, and, so at least I have that. Uh, yeah. So on, so anyway, on TweetDate, you can you can see, you know, you just scroll down and be like, okay, like that guy's liking porn and that guy's a white supremacist and that, you know, I mean, you just keep going and, you're, and the, the like column is pretty great. So anyway, um, do you have any, do you have any like weird things that you do that others would, would consider you a serial killer for? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you mean like just everyday things? Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, okay. Oh, here's one. Uh, I refuse to use the, the, the button to open the doors to our minivan because because I always get I always get them wrong so I've decided I've I've decided I'm I'm just not going to do it anymore you know that, interesting that, you know I, I I'm always wrong I never remember which one we've had this van for three years I still can't remember so I'm so I'm done with it and Melissa it drives her insane when she hasn't you know left me I uh I, I don't know if this this really works for this question but I have a it's not a fear it's really just like a it makes me cringe and and makes me uh want to run out of the room when styrofoam is around <laughs> I I I hate styrofoam like it and and like like the the you know whenever you get a package and you pull the styrofoam out and it's really tight tightly packed Oh yeah you know like 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 if you get like a printer or something and you like pull that out oh. there's all these like styrofoam like that, that makes me feel so uncomfortable. I can't even explain. Right. And, and I, it's been like that for you. I remember back when I was like eight years old and I was hanging out with a buddy and I lost a bet and he had a box full of, of packing peanuts and he made me stand in the packing peanuts for losing the bet <laughs> because I hated styrofoam so much and he knew it. That's amazing. And, yeah, and like it's been like a a lifelong thing, and then like a couple years ago, I found out that it's actually like there's an actual like phobia type scenario going on where other people have the same feeling that I do with styrofoam. Right, it puts your teeth on edge, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's like this like 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 butt clenching type feeling whenever <laughs> <laughs> whenever it's around. It's it's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, we're on to butt clenching now. Uh, the, um, you by the way, your friend sounds like the guy from Saul. <laughs> You know, I mean, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, man. Next question from at bro underscore reams. Is it better for your favorite team to make it to the playoffs and lose in the conference championship game or for your team to miss the playoffs so the playoffs aren't as stressful? Denny's answer is it's just better for you to not have a favorite team. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. That's the answer. Wait, wait, wait I'm sorry. I kind of lost in... Basically, would you would you rather have your team get to the conference championship and lose, or just not make the playoffs at all? Oh, 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 oh! I see the conference championship. Yeah, no. If they're gonna get that far, that that's fun. 
Yeah, that's fun, right? I mean, you have to enjoy the journey. You can't. I mean, this is coming from a Steeler fan when we lose every conference championship. Right? Yeah. No. 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 If it get if you get that far, that it, that's fine. Yeah. That that was worth that was worth the yeah like, playoff berth. Now, you know, like a Washington fan, you know, I'm surrounded by them, and, and they're and they're like, oh, if we win our last two, we're in. Who cares? Right. Who cares? You you you're gonna be be destroyed by whoever you play in the first round. It doesn't yeah. matter. I think that there's like some you know there's maybe something to like we finally aren't the laughing stock because we finally made the playoffs and I'm I'm so tied to this to this team as a fan that that I hate being laughed at all the time. Maybe the Bill, maybe Bills fans felt that a little bit last year. Uh, but like yeah. but like don't let that overshadow the fact that your team still sucks. That's that's the real issue. Take this from a, a guy who rooted for the Dolphins for 20 years. I knew. I I knew when I knew we were going to sneak into the playoffs and I knew that they were going to get decimated in the first round, you know, look look as an example to the to Dan Marino's last game against Jacksonville the 63 63 to seven game or whatever it was, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's what we're, that's what I knew we were looking at every single year. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, next question is from at Katie banks, zero one Vikings or dolphins defense this week. The Vikings are playing at Detroit. I I, I'd actually go dolphins. I think I'd go dolphins too. That's it's pretty close though, but I, I dolphins are at home. I, I think Minnesota's on the road, but yeah, they are. They are. Um, so I, I would go with Miami. Next question is from at goat waddles. Uh, after Mike Davis comes home from a tough day at work on Sundays, who gives him a foot massage, Denny or his wife? We all we alternate, we alternate, but you know it's important that we keep the backfield together. And uh, uh, in, in case people missed it last week, we tried to compare our marriages to certain what, what running back back yeah like, like backfields backfields in the, in the NFL. Yeah. And I said mine's like Seattle, uh, where you know it's a little bit of Rashad Penny, a little bit of Chris Carson, and some Mike Davis. So you know Mike Mike Davis. So, yeah, so naturally I brought up the the Mike Davis piece very often towards the end of last week's show. Uh, next question from at jdeck89. Uh, what's the worst gift that you've ever received for Christmas? The past two years, my SIL, is that son-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has given me a coffee cup in a wine glass. I don't drink coffee and I don't like wine. Merry <laughs> Christmas to you both. Um, all right, so I have a, a, a deceased great aunt named Aunt Betty. She okay. was great. Okay, towards the end of her life, it was one of those like she couldn't hear anything and she would fart all the time, and and we, and we, and we knew what was going on. It was so she's like my dad now. Yeah, right, right. No, she was she was great though. She's a, a great woman, great lady. Um, but she lived in like upstate New York, and she would send my brother and I like you know like Giants clothes and stuff every you know Christmas like sweatshirts and whatnot, or you know she would all you know one time she sent us like pocket knives and like. One time she sent us a, a, a headlamp, like just like some really random stuff. But it was at least like you're a kid and you got a headlamp. This is kind of cool, right? Well, one year when I was like, I mean, this is probably when I first graduated college. So it wasn't that that long ago, right? Um, it was like two years ago. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I opened a package. I was like, oh, an Aunt Betty gift. And it started to become like, oh, it's an Aunt Betty gift. It's, it's hilarious because they're, they're always just so random and weird. I got, she gave me a straight up red turtleneck like like like, like a, a real like a real turtleneck i'm not talking about like you know, like a sweater with like a big collar or something it was a, a straight up red turtleneck wow yeah. wow that i mean that's it, wait, but re- so re- we, rest in rest in peace aunt betty let's pour some out for, for aunt betty yes yeah I'll, I'll pour out a natty light is is um this was you said this was after college yeah i think it was this would have been like 
like 20, 2010 or so 2011. This, this is not the late 80s. No, this is not this is not the late 80s because I'm 30 now. It's probably when I was like it's probably like eight years ago. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think my well, my worst gift that was given to me over and over again was by, by my my late grandmother. Um, we'll pour one out for her as well. She used to give me peppermint patties, um, but they used to be like like wrapped in two dollar bills because she worked because <laughs> she worked at a bank, right? She worked at a bank for like thirty. Every years. grandma, every grandma or 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 great aunt or yeah. any old person in your family love they love giving two dollar bills. And so what she would do is she would like one year she gave me a a, a tissue box and I was like oh tissues thanks grandma, and <laughs> and I reached in and I pull out and it's two dollar bills taped together. And I'm pulling out one after the other after the other. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know, it was like 20 bucks and $2 bills. And then I pull – I'm so I'm done pulling out the money and I look inside and what do I have? Like a like a half dozen peppermint <laughs> patties, like the large kind, you know? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. And Are she, they wrapped? She, yes, they were wrapped. And she always wanted – yes, yes, they were wrapped. What kind of question well, is I'm, that? I'm saying – I mean old people are crazy, and, man. And, and she – but she had to see me – eat one oh, <laughs> because she she enjoyed them so much she loved them so much that she wanted to be like go ahead go ahead you, right. uh, you your parents are okay with it right right yeah you can eat that now go ahead you can eat it before dinner and so i would have to sit there and pretend not to be horrified by a peppermint patty which as a kid is the most disgusting thing yeah as a kid for sure for sure uh this next question is from at polished tweeter is horseradish good it's not. I think it's okay. Have you really had good horseradish, though, Benny? Ah, that's good. <laughs> yes, I have because my father-in-law is a is a horseradish fiend who um, eats so much of it, like puts so much of it on a sandwich that he's like coughing and like can't breathe because it's so hot, you know, and there's so much of it. And so I'll try it. I've tried it many times and I find it horrific, just the worst. I think it's okay. I think it's fine. Sorry if you hear a crying baby. By the way, my my wife and daughter just got home. And well, she's that, not. She she doesn't seem very. I, think I mean, she's they, hungry. They heard a crying baby last night as you were tilting. So yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. Uh, next question is from at d martin eight one five. Can we trust the Rams defense this week, or should we stream the Cowboys D or another similar team? Thanks, guys. Uh, the Rams are playing at Arizona. I have a hard time not playing the Rams defense. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with playing them. Yeah. Hey, can I get to some Facebook questions real quick? Sure. All right. Um, I will start with if your opponent. Okay, this is Matthew Cohen. If your opponent doesn't have any fab left, is it bad to pick up all the desirable free agents for one dollar each? No, no, that's what you should be doing. No, man, that, you no, block other teams. This is again, and this is not directed at Matthew. And, and I, I think it's worth. I think it's worth asking. Honestly, this is a game. Like it is a game. Your object is to make sure that your, if you can, that your that your league mate, that your opponent doesn't have great players available to him or, or great options available to him or her. So b- block them. Yeah, it's like the it's like the first time that you can like really play defense in fantasy football. Exactly. It's like the only time I should say, not the first time, the only time. And here and here's another related question from Rob Morin. If your opponent needs a quarterback, is it a douche move, sorry to the kids, to add and drop every available quarterback except Mark Sanchez? 
<laughs> so so a lot of leagues though when you do that now they don't they don't lock the quarter like they don't lock the there's usually a 24 hour period that you need to roster the guys right i don't know how that could i mean i don't know i don't know how it could work either unless there's like like two guys available or something like that and and i mean i think in in that kind of scenario it's not a bad idea to to do the add drop after 24 hour thing and just leave one roster spot on your roster just hoping that that they don't you know pick up those guys but i mean it's 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 not an easy thing to actually do. Right, right. But anyway, playing defense it give, it, you, it gives you even a, a a slight edge, and that's what we're looking for. So so do that. Also, Rob has a has a, a bathroom related question since this is a bathroom podcast. Do you fold your toilet paper, and in, in parentheses, double up before wiping? If so, do you do you ever fold a second time? Is the purpose to save money or save your hand from thin toilet paper? <laughs> you got to I mean, you're, you're definitely you're definitely saving your hand when you're doing like the, the whole point to me yeah. is, is the handset. You can't you can't be going like one square finger through the square and then whoops. Right. You can't you, you can't be you, you can't be doing that. Dude, No, it is. You're on full hand defense. You're on full hand defense whenever you're, and that's why you're folding it up. And and I'm fine with a two fold approach. You're 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 covering it up. He says, "How many folds are too many?" My answer is, uh, I don't know. Right, right. I mean, it also depends on the toilet paper that you have. Oh, it does, it does. And you know, if you if you have the one, uh, whatever the company is, it Charmin that has the bears wiping their ass all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charmin's great. All right, so yeah, the, and and I don't think you need to fold that. But if you have like the really cheap store brand, then you need to start folding and and maybe two, three, four times, honestly. So yeah, right. By the way, if the uh, if the brand if if the brand with the bears wiping their ass want to sponsor this podcast, we're we're a very very good podcast for you guys. Oh yeah, no, we're excellent. Right, and I and I and I love the your toilet paper. It's extremely luxurious. I, it is. I, 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 will say I also that. we we never answered the question. Uh, someone asked uh, multiple times. We've gotten this question multiple times about wipes. Yeah, I'm I'm down with them. I'm fine with them. Oh, if, if you if you want to go that route and you can afford that route and you you can do that, go for it. It's a, about, it's a very very pleasant experience. Talk about luxurious. You know, yeah, that, it's a pleasant experience. I think I, that I am all for going that route. I feel like a, a billionaire using a bidet. Right. You know? Right. Why would uh, you not try? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um. And and you know, if you have a baby, then you have an excuse to be loaded up with wet wipes across the. That's right. The house. That's right. Uh, one more from from Facebook. I'll try to answer some of these on the emergency cast tomorrow. Uh, Michael Gregson wants to know: Is it still Kaimi Fairbairn season? It is. It's oh, always man. Fairbairn season. The yeah, no, you're you're playing fair. I just wanted to address this because if you have Fairbairn, you're playing you're playing him pretty much no matter what, including this week. If you have Gostkowski, you're playing him this week. Okay. Getting a lot of questions about him. You're playing him, Justin Tucker. You're playing him. Okay, so how about how about Vinatieri? Uh, Vinatieri's good. Good, yeah. Yeah, playing Vinatieri. him in the, I'm using him in the LTS championship. Uh, yeah, no, he no, he's very very solid, uh, very solid play. Uh, so I have my on Patreon.com/slash/livingthestream. I have my weekly kicker kicker column. I go through some of these scenarios just to try to, you know, address what what sort of issues you may have. Otherwise, but it is Fairbairn season. 23 points last week. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, I made the uh, the joke, and I was really proud of it that he was unfair, Baron. I was kind of jealous of that joke. I feel like I should have come up with it because I'm the kicker guy. Um, yeah, I know. didn't tweet it. You can still tweet it if you want. Oh uh, no, I, I could never, I could never do that to you. But but yeah, when you when you DM'd that, un, you, you said yeah. unfair, Baron. To be honest, I just said first of all, JJ's been drinking, and second of all, <laughs> <laughs> second of all, damn it, that's good. <laughs> Uh, so we got a question earlier about what our least favorite gift was or like whatever. This question is from at the first pitch. What is your favorite Christmas gift ever? I got, um, when I was like six, I got, I got goalie pad, like hockey, hockey, street hockey goalie pads. They were awesome. Oh, so yeah, my dad, one time, my parents bought me a, um, uh, well, you know, like the arcade game where you shoot the basketballs over and over. Yeah. What, what's that pop called? Papa shot. What is it called? Isn't it like a papa shot or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. They bought me like a small papa shot for our basement. Oh wow! And it was amazing. And he set it up. You, know, I mean, which took forever, but he set it up, and you could. I, we played on that forever. It was so much fun to play on that thing. Nice. Uh, it was like um, it came with like five balls. We have people over from the neighborhood and see who could, uh, you know, could could beat each other in this tournament. It was incredible. It's not interesting at all, but it is it is my favorite gift. Yeah, it's your favorite gift. Uh, this next question is from at GentyDP. What is the proper punishment for people who put reindeer antlers on their car? I mean, how much jail time? I, well, I mean, I think I don't think the the question is not whether they deserve jail time. It's how much. Right. I mean, that is an absolute felony. I, I just feel like you want to come up to that person and be like, we get it. We get it. It's Christmas. You love Christmas. Right. I, I, I understand. Like, I, as a lib, I feel owned. You know, <laughs> like, you're you're very into it. You look, your car looks dumb. And I'm sorry to the listeners who have, and I'm sure we have listeners who have, you know, antlers on their, on their uh, car. Sure. Uh, I'm I'm not apologetic. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, keep listening, keep listening and, yeah, and keep listening. We just disagree with you hard. Yeah. We, on, on a fundamental level, we, we disagree. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, that happens. We, people who listen to the show should disagree with us because we, we share takes, we have opinions. I mean, we, like we said, we just said that we like, we, we don't mind wipes. Someone might be like, no, that's ridiculous. And that's fine. You can disagree. <laughs> I mean, you're anyway. wrong. You're wrong. But you know, this next question is from at Justin Oino. What do you guys do for fun outside of tilting? <laughs> what do you what do you what do you do outside of of fantasy football, Denny? What um, is enjoying? Uh, what do you enjoy? I have two kids, man. Yeah, you just do whatever the kids the the kids do, right? Yeah, but that's not enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's enjoyable for them. Um, I used to. I like play, I like playing video games. Video games are fun. I used to play golf. Yeah, golf's fun. I used to play. I, a lot of, I didn't a lot play of one round of golf this summer. Damn, really? Yeah, and I get out. I usually get out like fifteen or so times a, a year. Fifteen? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, well, in Charlotte too, though, you can like, right. you know, if it's a nice weekend in February, you can just go out. Oh, you monster! Uh, it, you know, other things I do for fun. I watch the same two seasons of Twin Peaks over and over and over. Yeah, again. I television television is a is a very very good like time killer slash unwinding uh cool. way of living i i just oh and i i read 
I, I just say I read for fun. Uh, they, I just re- I just finished a book that I highly recommend called American War. It's about this the uh, a second civil war in the United States um, after the South refuses to stop using oil to own the libs. So interesting. This next question is from at Jake Brake Baller. Would your opinion on on Booger change if the Booger Mobile ha- was a hovercraft? Think of something similar to Likitu from Mario Kart. I see. I was I was shocked. I, I don't know if like the new Mario Karts and stuff have Likitu in them as like a uh, as like a racer, but like the fact that he knew Likitu's name was pretty impressive. That's is the, that that's the the cloud thing that that drops the stuff? Jeez, man, who knows that name? Well, I mean, people who who are into this stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but yeah, that would be. Uh, the, and a lot of people were also loving the uh, the bad take mobile. Yeah, the bad the bad take machine. <laughs> the machine, rather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so I mean, good. I would like it if it was a hovercraft, so that you could program it to shoot Booger McFarlane to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that would be my goal with with that. Uh, and by the way, they are. Did you see the report that they're they're keeping that crew together? I, I, what is, what, is, what is that? They have to know what they don't have people, you know, on social media, like looking at all the day who nobody, nobody is out there saying this is a good crew. It, it, they're, they're comically terrible. What was, was it me? Maybe I was just ignoring the commentary because I was tilting so hard watching Drew Brees be terrible, but Jason Witten seemed a little bit better on Monday night. He said uh, Cam Newton was great after the catch. That was yeah, he did. But then, he, but then the commercial break happened, and then he corrected himself after the commercial break. It's just, but, oh, and he said momentum is real. Momentum. Yeah, is real. that's, true. that's I, true. I don't know, man. I, I, I think he's a nice guy. He, he means well. Um, he has the job because he played in the NFL for a long time. And that's it. <laughs> you know, that's did the you, only reason. Did you see? Uh, there was a story. Uh, I didn't read the story fully, but uh, Jason Witten does indeed read his Twitter mentions. Oh man, that is rough. I, that it, has to be so rough. Dude, only only a guy that chilled out can deal with that. That I would lose my mind within thirty seconds. Of oh, easily. The entire an entire national audience trashing you, top to bottom. Mm. Yeah, that'd be rough. Uh, this next question is from at number one Puna, who I am playing in the, the LTS finals. He says, leading up to the championship game against JJ, I figured I'd start with a little trash talk. When the trash cans get picked up, do you pull your cans back up immediately or do you leave them out on the street like a communist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fidel Castro was well known for doing that. By the way. Uh, I mean, I think I, I think it's fair. You can You can have some buffer there. I mean, just don't do it overnight into the next day. Wait, so he's saying that you have to, like, be on the lookout? I don't know. I mean, look, you and I work from home. I'm assuming that your garbage comes during the day, right? Yeah, in the morning. So, Right. So mine comes usually in the morning, early afternoon. And if I see it, I'll walk outside and just bring the cans in. But I don't think it's that big of a deal unless it's, like, a, a over the – because it happens – our garbage day is Friday. And it, it – it, I, I don't think I, I don't think it's a big deal unless someone keeps those cans out like over the weekend. It, it, and by the way, if it's snowing or sleeting, sorry, my can is staying out until until I can come. Yeah, I agree walk. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree no. With that. And, and uh, uh, by the way, my uh, my neighbor hasn't picked up her uh, recycling bin since 2015. So that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not that that doesn't aggravate me at all. Uh, this next question is from at T Orginsky. Uh, should you brush your teeth before a dentist appointment, perhaps a mint or gum, 
or do you just walk in hog wild smelling like your lunch with food in your teeth? Bro, you you brush, you floss, and you, yeah. you and you use mouthwash. Do all three. Do all of them. You 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 have to. You have to be in the best shape possible. Go into the dentist. Make sure everything's looking good. And and you don't you don't want to be the person because look, I guarantee you that they're gonna look a little bit deeper and and they're gonna try to find something. If you smell like a complete pile of trash. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. You're you're bringing pain upon yourself. Like you're yeah. asking you're asking for them to um yeah like you said to like take that horrible uh, little um contraption with the hook. Oh yeah. And, and poke poke oh. at your molars and be like, does that hurt? And you're like, fuck, it hurt. Yes, it does hurt. It yeah. Does hurt. Right. Sorry to the kids. Yeah. Sorry to the kids. Mike. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> this next question was another, uh, uh, brushing your teeth question. It was back to back. I don't know if it was, it was a build off of what someone saw, but this is from at LOA underscore Frank. Do you brush your teeth before eating breakfast? Like a psychopath or after, after. Yeah. I, it, 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 it's more so I, I kind of mix it up though, to be honest with you. I, I don't want mint, uh, you know, I don't want mint eggs. I just want eggs. Well, part of it now for me is that I don't eat until after I drop my, my daughter off at daycare. Mm. So there's a, so I, I have to brush my teeth before I leave because I'm not going to smell like, again, a pile of trash whenever I'm talking to her, her teachers and stuff. That's a good point. That, uh, so now yeah. it's a little bit different. Now well, it's I mean, a little bit different. The, yeah, if you're going to be in, in public before you eat, then definitely you need to for sure yeah. brush your teeth. Br- yeah, first thing in the morning is I, I brush my teeth. That's, what, that's the, my, my first instinct when I wake up, aside from looking at my fantasy scores and throwing my phone against the wall. Right. By the way, I just want everyone to know on, as an aside – JJ has a huge beard right now. He, he and I said before the show, he looks like <laughs> Joe Flacco during a playoff run. Uh, yeah, that, that's really that's the level. Is. That's the level of beardiness we have going on right now. Yeah, I haven't I haven't shaved in a couple of weeks, so I was I was thinking about just letting it go until Christmas. Ooh, yeah, yeah, just seeing seeing what it'll what it'll do. It's it's just it's to the point now though where it is it's it's that itchy stupid like and my hair will like curl when it oh, gets yeah. long enough like in my beard. It just it looks. It realistically, if you get close to me, it looks horrible. If you stand far away, it's it's okay. <laughs> that's, that's really what the beard looks like right now. You just tell everyone to. That's it. Yeah. But but you work at home, so you have no human contact. And, and right, it doesn't matter. The only the only the only time people see me is when I do my Facebook Live every Sunday. Right. Uh, this last question is from Eric Belair at Eric Belair. He says, "How long could you live in a pitch black room with no electronic devices for a hundred thousand dollars?" Did you see that story? So the, oh the Action Network published. I, I saw Darren Ravel publish the story, right? And it was a bet between. From from what I I, I kind of was like skimming it, but it was a bet between two people where a guy was going to stay in a in a pitch black room mm. for thirty days for a hundred grand, and I think he made it like twenty two days or maybe three something around three weeks, and he got like they 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 had a truce, and he got like sixty two grand out of it. He, I, I, I was reading the interview, okay. At one point, the guy says that he started hallucinating at like day three. Okay, oh. and and Darren says, "What type of hallucina- uh, uh, hallucinations are we talking about?" Because that's one of the things that people said would make the bet so much of a challenge. Okay, and this guy responds, "It started with shapes and colors. Then I saw a train, and I just had to convince myself it wasn't real. Wow. So that was probably my hardest moment because there were there was some fear of it." I remember I was worried about how far my brain would go, so I went to sleep. The hallucinations didn't stop, but I just took the fear out of it. 
I started to embrace it. One time, the room was filled with all these white bubbles. I said to myself, I know this is not real, but I'm going to go along with it. And I had a fun bubble party. <laughs> that that's incredible i mean that, that and by the way that's exactly how you have to handle it if if you're having like like a horrible intrusive thought you you have to embrace it you it, to pretend to try to like push it away is giving it more power you know is is giving is is like empowering it making sure that it becomes worse and worse and worse and more negative for you so yeah. that is that is the way to go i getting to the question from the from the listener no, the question, the answer is no, I wouldn't do that for any amount of money. There's no amount of money. No, I don't think I would either. I, I, I those types of things, I fear, legitimately fear I, what it would do to my long-term that, health. That's right. It, what, here's my, my fear, not my fear. I know for a fact I would be permanently broken. Right. I could. Right, you're, never... you're Theon Greyjoy. Is, yeah, is that? It's, it's basically what would happen to you. I yeah. I it would be a reek situation. I would go right. full reek, and I would never recover. There was there would be no recovery for me. So yes, sure, I would be a multimillionaire, uh, and I would also be totally shattered mentally, emotionally, psych- psychologically in every way. So you sound like an NFL player. Right. I sound yeah. I sound like a forty year old NFL player. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's. That's dark. Uh, so, but but yeah, no, I I didn't know it was in total darkness. That to me is a is a is an entirely other level. Like when I hear about, you know, uh, prisoners being put in solitary confinement, which is inhumane and should be banned across the board. Uh, they they have light on, you know. Yeah. And and but no light. I mean, you you're going against every every like natural. Uh, you know, uh, like like natural setting a human was n- meant to be in, taking yeah. away light, taking away social interaction, taking away anything that you can use your mind, you know, to uh, uh, to embrace. It's it is it's an incredibly. I feel like it's dangerous, you know, and hopefully yeah, it is. It has to be. You're also well, not getting just like basic vitamins and and like nutrients and yeah. just like the like. It, I just I I cannot imagine putting myself through that. Like you said, there's no amount of money that that I would take to do yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that the guy seems seems fine. He seems perfectly. Apparently, fine. he played in a poker tournament a day and a half later. Ugh, I don't understand, but okay. People are nuts, man. People are nuts. Anyway. That is, we're, we're, we're well over the hour mark, Denny. We are. Well, well you know, hey, uh, this is week 16, and uh, we, we needed to, we're going to have a week 17. Yeah, we got to figure, well, we do have to figure it out, because it's, it's literally on, uh, the day that we release the show is on Christmas Day. Oh, yikes. Okay. So, so. well, Denny and I will talk amongst one another, and then we'll report back to you guys. I don't know when we're going to be able to do it next week, but the DGAF episode, a yearly tradition unlike any other will indeed happen eventually maybe wednesday yeah we'll figure yeah we'll figure something out yeah and and sorry if you play in week 17 you know what are you doing anyway yeah exactly that's why we have the dgaf episode right all right denny why don't you let everyone know where they can find you at cd carter 13 uh on twitter and then you can check out the kicker column at uh, patreon.com slash living the stream you can also check out the emergency cast on wednesdays where i address questions from listeners and patrons, you should all be patrons, by the way. And uh, and then the Saturday Start Sit podcast, which has become incredibly popular. I'm getting 75 questions a week now nice. from people, and, and that's great. That's great. So keep it up. 
Uh, so patreon.com slash living the stream. I'm excited to contribute more to the to the Patreon page once the season's over. I just haven't had much time. Oh, I have plans. I have plans for you. Yeah, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be doing some fun stuff. Uh, I'm on Twitter at late round QB. All my work over on numberfire.com. You should guys you guys should go check that out. I am I'm I'm done speaking. I can't I can't do it anymore. Let's let's, let's just end the podcast. Let's log off and have milkshakes. That sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long. It's fast. For more fantasy football.